<laughs> you gotta be ready, right? This Hi, guys. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Architecture Matters. Um, today we had a very, very uh, interested host. Uh, he's Fernando Avila. Host. host. Oh my God. See, today I'm just like um, he is. Yeah. Too much, too much talking today. Um, so you want to keep going? If you want no, to. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> this episode we had what's his name? Fernando Avila. Yeah, he's a <laughs> tech alumni. <laughs> give me this. Give me this. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're trying to do an intro here. No. This episode we had Fernando Avila. Uh-huh. Am I saying it correctly? Avila. Because you're the expert here. Avila. Okay, yeah. We had Fernando Avila mm-hmm. on, on the episode for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, from Dallas, working in Dallas. Uh, also started at a community college and then transferred to Texas Tech and graduated with his bachelor's. Bachelor's. Of Science. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Man, we talked about a lot. Yeah, he talks about you know his work experience. Um, yeah, because it's really different from, you know, our, our work. He's actually doing more of a different bari- variety, variety. Variety. Yeah. Other typologies. Yeah. Because his firm's pretty big. So he goes into healthcare, residential, retail, on all these large projects. He even dabbles into some master planning and a little bit of urban, he said. Um, and he, he's on he's on the design team for for his office, mm-hmm. so it's a it's a different experience and different type of work that he's doing mm-hmm. than what we're doing. Yeah, um, and we we also touch on the the correlation between uh, what we learn in school versus what he's doing now now in the office. And so yes and no, you know, some things do correlate, but then other things um, not so much. Yeah, but yeah, it's just a good conversation. It could have went on for so much longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, oh yeah, this this is good. Yeah, stay tuned, guys. Keep watching. No, I was saying, because, like, we know each other, so it's we haven't seen each other in a while. Dude, it's been a long time. It's been a while, but I actually was just thinking about the first time we met, and I don't know if you remember. Uh, Uh, You don't want to talk about that first moment? The first moment. (laughs) The very first moment. What did you have? No, it was in the... It was in the, the room to take photos for the models. Oh, the photo, yeah, the photo booth at Texas Tech. I think it was, um... I actually, I think I do remember I that was, now. I think it was your Denver project. It was the library? Yeah, the library, for Dude, sure. I, honestly, like, <laughs> I, so you're, you're above me, right? And I was in... But you were taking, like, some, like, uh, like classes that were, like, in the same, though, right? Because, yeah, because I transferred, so oh, I was right. in construction with you, but I was in the lower studio. Okay. And I think I was in Studio 4. So this was my second semester at Tech, mm-hmm. and when I saw like just you did, like I'm I'm a really big model person like physical models. Mm-hmm. So when I saw your model, you taking pictures, I was like, yo, like this is so cool. Like that's awesome. I, I just appreciate model making. So right. I was like, and that's the first interaction I had with you. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. How, how did you like get started and, and end up going to Tech? Yeah. So you guys haven't had an. I know, I know. You can pull it closer. Which is funny because I feel like I've met her because I've heard the podcast, but it's like, but it's still like the first time. But it's like, but it's, but it's strange. No, it's cool. Yeah, I think um, I do remember that time. And well, so I started out at community college first, 
and uh, didn't yeah learn you know uh, Colin Colin Community College Where? it's like here oh, so from Spring Dallas. Creek You're yeah from yeah oh, okay. I was born in Mexico City but uh, most of my time here Mexico City yep like, to other Mexico yeah definitely mm. or it used to be Colin continuamos en español no yeah but um yeah well no it's it's yeah it's funny because i i know spanish pretty well but then all architecture vocab is like all english so it's like sometimes like if i speak to someone about architecture in spanish i'm like how do you say that like yeah it was <laughs> I like it. Yeah, and then I transferred to Texas Tech. Uh, I was gonna do civil engineering first, and then I was like, I was looking at all the math, and I was just like, nope. I'm over here sketching like things, you know, like yeah. actual buildings. So then, uh, transferred to Tech, and so then did you do architecture in community college. Yeah, that's what oh, my, right. my same question. I was like, wait. So I, I was doing like basic core classes okay, first. So not really architecture. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, just kind of like preparing for civil engineering gotcha. and uh and then i decided to go to architecture and then i was like what schools mm-hmm. and then i ended up at tech well, uh, we ask people this like why, why did you choose tech like what made you i think there were a couple of reasons one of them uh definitely easy to get into mm-hmm. than some of the other schools that i wanted to, to go to okay. and i already had friends there mm-hmm. um i had one friend that was that did architecture there too and others that were studying there, so I felt like it was a just a more um, I felt more connected already. Right, so, right. yeah, so that's that why I ended sense. up going to tech. Um, and then, yeah, I think back to to the modeling and everything about that. I think it's quite interesting because like you get to tech and you think you know what architecture is, right. you know, and then oh you, you, yeah, and then it's just like you know lies. <laughs> lies. That's, that's perfect. We we mentioned. And I've talked about this with, with friends and a friend actually from Jersey who works for a, a, a nice firm in New York. How like the the um, the counselors in high school like they don't really help you pursue like or really find out what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So like before you actually get into architecture degree, we have no we have no idea what we're getting into. And like I knew yep. a little bit about it, but like what I thought was like not the studio aspect. And that's why, like, I really wanted, we really wanted to start this podcast to, like, inform people yep. about what it is you're getting into and, like, how to right. process and go through it. Exactly. So, it, it is, I totally agree, it is a, like, you get into it and it's like, man, this is awesome, but, like, totally not what I expected. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's really cool, because uh, especially on your last pod- podcast, you were talking about how everyone's, like, in the same stage but doing different things. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of cool to get a mix of everything of what could happen for any student, right? After, afterwards, after, after yeah, college oh, yeah. and just kind of like, like helping out before college, during college, and then also experience what others are doing. So they have a, an idea of like, oh, I might actually end up doing something like this or like that. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. I mean, so it's really cool. With, the, with an architecture <laughs> degree, you can do so much, but like, even if you stay in architecture, we're not all doing the same thing. Exactly. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Which is t- totally different from school because the way the tech program was ran, we were all doing the same project yeah, yeah. if we're in the same year. Right, um, right. So then what was, like, you know, what were your favorite projects? Just going through tech real quick. Like, yeah, for sure. How was that experience for you? 
I think uh, I think it was good experience. I got lucky with professors. Like I, mm-hmm. I really, I liked. Um, like I, I have more memorable professors than others, but um, yeah, like for sure. I think uh, Glasswell was a pretty uh, okay. professor. Glasswell, she was really uh, she was inspiring back because mm-hmm. it was like that time when you get there and you're like, what is a diagram? And mm-hmm. and it was kind of that aspect of of understanding uh, representation, but how to justify certain yeah, things. And, uh, kind of like pushed, pushed, she pushed us pretty hard to a point where I was like, um, oh, okay. Like, wait, I'm actually, I can hang with architecture mm-hmm. students, you know, instead of like right. being like, oh man, like, I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so yeah, that was, yeah, it was, it was, that was a good studio. And I think, uh, um, another good studio was a Denver one mm-hmm. with professor Sharpless. Uh, yeah yeah their studio is really cool oh gotcha yeah 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 both of them were like sharpless and calandula were really really good professors um i know i see their instagram posts and they're really cool yeah these pavilions in like New York mm-hmm. and it's like really playful and I, I think they like I think they won competitions yeah. and, and gotten on some magazines but they mm-hmm. also do like a bus stop yeah yeah. So they look really cool yeah. it's like a design built firm they, they're doing together yeah yeah. Awesome. I like it I just yeah. like that scale mm-hmm. and that kind of aspect of being able to look at something so like uh, that you see every day in a different way it's mm-hmm. kind of cool like bus stop right but it, right. The, the way that they were, they were looking at the design was just I've never seen anything like it, so it's cool. Um, yeah. what, was, what was your? Is it, is it correct to say like modeling is like your thing? Like uh, your school. Let's just talk about school because I know you, you do that for work, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, for but sure. Is that, is that like what you want? Like you you tried emphasizing like? I think I. I think so. I mean, that was part of it. I think I really I really enjoyed um, diagramming and modeling and how they can begin to. Uh, translate or like combine into one so i really enjoyed like kind of being a little bit more diagrammatic with the models mm-hmm. and then bringing flashbacks. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's cool and then like taking like diagrams and starting to extract kind of like a little bit more three-dimensionality to them yeah. so uh yeah i've always i don't know do you remember um brian cantley no he he did a lecture there i, I recommend his instagram too there it's very uh he's a professor at um yeah yeah go check out brian cantley on instagram like his work is is really cool uh it was kind of like a lot of like inspiring um the diagrammatic aspect of of my projects was nice. kind of that um very systematic deconstructive aspect of the diagram and how it can begin to question how it becomes architecture so i, I recommend i recommend this stuff. Bjork Engels diagrams um when i found out about him and started studying his work and like i saw his diagrams like the parties like the evolutions of the yeah it um what's the word it like totally backed up what i was taught and i was like okay like i i knew to do this but mm-hmm. like now i know how to like make it even stronger and how it should like graphically look okay and, like, okay if, if Bjork Engels you know is yeah. doing it it's, it's, it means... it's, it's gotta be pretty nice right yeah so i was like wow like and he's my my favorite architect i love his projects. right but when i saw those diagrams it, it like it all clicked mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like 
like I knew it and I'm doing it, but now it's like I'm like I should be fully invested. Right. So right. with what was his name? Brian Canley. Yeah, when I, I gotta look into his yeah. diagrams then. That's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, no, I I I think that's one of the things that I most one of the things that I like most like about architecture is that um, mm-hmm. kind of a little bit more philosophical, mm-hmm. conceptual mm-hmm. Um, aspect to it. But yeah, I think his. Man, you're, you're, hitting all the, you're hitting all the good points. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I'm just, I'm, you're making me go off. Like, I'm, my mind is spinning. <laughs> you're, just, you're just saying all the right words. No, yeah. honestly. Because I, 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 I've had this written down. It's like the difference between. I'm going to ask you, what mm-hmm. is the difference between. Um, concept like for your project mm-hmm. versus a conceptual project okay because I, yeah. I feel like you have we would have a lot to say on that just just off of what you just said definitely i think uh concept doesn't necessarily have to be as um literal per se like like for a, like a, any building or project i think a concept is like what is the end goal you know like uh bringing people together like i don't know some sort of like uh it could be like the goal the concept is um like an environmental community, all these words that can be placed in a, in a way that just represents everything of the project, mm-hmm. but in very one kind of like statement. So that's why I think of concept. And then from concept, you can, the way that I've been actually learning a little bit at my job is mm-hmm. you have the concept and then you have the strategies of how do you mm-hmm. achieve that concept. And then you have the architectural expression. So that's where you begin to use the expression to uh, hit each strategy to then back up the concept. But what was the other one? Conception Concep- versus a conceptual project. Oh, okay. It's because, like, from from SAC, we we had a concept, mm-hmm. and it, it 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 was the driver for the project. Right. But then at Tech, there wasn't really a concept. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be trying to like create this this concept, but depending on your professor, obviously they were pushing more conceptual projects mm-hmm. rather than having a concept mm-hmm. right. to drive it. For sure, for right. sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, that's a, it's a good point. I hadn't really thought about it that in that in that way because it's like they understand that it's conceptual. It's not going to be built or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So they, they push that aspect of like, you know, make it any way, you know, right. any way, shape, form. I mean, I, I feel like there's definitely have to be like some sort of integrity right. to it. Yeah. But... Um, I think some professors did a little better job than others at like kind of getting down to what it is that you're trying to achieve at the end of the semester. Mm-hmm. But yeah. What was one of your favorite projects? You, you've only done undergrad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've only done undergrad. Only okay. bachelor's. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y- y'all too, right? Yes. Like, same? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You planning on going back? Yes. Yeah. License. The goal is to get licensed. The goal is to get licensed. Um, I was hesitant to stay at Tech. I think I was, you know, I, w- I wanted to get that experience. Sorry. What do you mean stay? Stay for grad school. At tech. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but. You decided just not. Yeah, I was like, uh, nothing against the school. I was just wanting to see, like, what else is out there, get some more experience. Um, <clears throat> Let me go to that. Like, I think whenever you're there and for us, our architectural students, practitioners. <laughs> <laughs> practitioners. I like it. Um, well, I'm not trying to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of side notes. I, did, I, I had a lawyer look over a contract, right? And he sent me something. It's, it's a PDF by, I don't know, the architects in the state. And it listed all the fines for people in different cities in Texas 
for for calling themselves an architect or saying they're doing architecture work and when they weren't, they weren't licensed, even architectural designer. It was like wow. a $14,000 fee in Houston. What? For some, it has the guy's name, has the, d- the description. Yeah. Damn. First, calling himself an architectural designer. What? And I was like, yeah. yeah nah. How does, so how does that, does that mean, but they weren't architectural they, designers? No, no, they, they claimed they, themselves, right. So she wasn't licensed. Okay, okay, but okay. But she was saying, I'm oh, providing okay. architectural work or I am an architectural designer. Gotcha. You're not allowed to say that. Interesting. Not yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because in the office. But it's in Houston, though, right? Or is it all Texas? That, that, that might be. That's pretty much everywhere, but like that specific case was. Because you're an architectural designer, right? Well, in my office, I'm, I'm an architectural intern. Oh. Mm. But like mm-hmm. people are. In other offices, people are called architectural designers mm-hmm. and they're not licensed. Over here, yeah. I think mine is architectural designers because you're in the design team. Mm-hmm. Intern is where we're but if, you know, do, but, if, but if you do a side job not related to your office as a sole proprietor, you legally can't call yourself an architectural designer. Mm-hmm. Which is weird mm-hmm. because Only that's that. what in school that's what we're if you're not an architect, you're a designer, you're an architectural right. designer. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's so confusing. Yeah, there's so many just different like uh roads, paths, words that yeah. it just becomes kind of like um it's hard to find like the a clear sense of all the steps right, right. <clears throat> and i think like even going to tech i didn't know that you had to do your master's to be licensed i wasn't aware no i wasn't aware of the um the credibility like, yeah credibility yeah. credibility but it's not accredited the exactly right and um what, what else also i wasn't too sure about what the exams were after or any of that process it was very which is okay because i i like architecture i don't mind but right. if i it would have been good to know before. Yeah. And that's partly like me not doing like all the research possible. But when you're young, you're just like, ah, architecture, let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. So. You were going to mention something. Well, yeah. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're taking, uh, going back to school? Yes. Are you taking in Arlington? Uh, do you want to stay in Dallas? I don't. I think I want to go somewhere else, get some more experience. I've been here for... A good amount of time mm. um so it'd be nice to go uh, experience life somewhere else kind of mm-hmm. like kind of like tech but somewhere somewhere yeah. else like it could be in the country maybe i don't, yeah, tech, I don't know it's just like an easy option mm-hmm. because we've graduated there we we know the professors we know the system right right so like, yeah i could just go there and we, yeah. we know the pricing and, and all that right correct it's like i, I see what you're saying a different experience somewhere else mm-hmm. or yeah. It just all depends. I don't For sure. Think, you know, as architectural practitioners, going back to things <laughs> I remember now, I think we just need to keep, you know, we don't settle, you know, we mm-hmm. want more visual, more things, experience more things. We're not like straight going, you know, in the line. Mm-hmm. We want to keep jumping around. You have to be yeah. a, little, a little careful though, because if you go somewhere else that's like far left field from, from what you've learned, it's like okay, do I do I adapt? Do I yeah. switch completely? Do I fight and stay with what I know? Do I fifty fifty? Right. It, that's that's tough. Because I met someone who did tech uh, undergrad, and then um, I want to say he went to masters in at Pratt mm-hmm. in New York, mm-hmm. and like completely different because all the people in that masters program were artists. 
oh. they didn't do undergrad and architecture. So they were teaching and doing like completely different. Interesting. I, th- I think he said he like actually liked it more. Okay. Like that way, but like I don't know. For me, I'm I'm very stubborn, and like what I was first taught is what I'm gonna follow. Right. That was right. My introduction to it. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, so on, that's why for me, like transferring to tech was tough because it was different than SAC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, th- thankfully, I was able to find a, a good balance, but like at, in the beginning, right. it was very tough because it was like. Yeah, nah, like the whole pedagogy aspect. Yeah, of it. exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah. Um, but they just burnt, you know. I mean, I like art. I'm not, you know, I did arts two years. Right. So yes. I've always been there. So yeah. I think I would have loved that mm-hmm. experience too. Yeah. And you've always yeah. involved that yeah. into your project. So it's not like you sure. lost it. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I think. Uh, y- yeah, you're right, and it comes down to like what are you trying to get out of? Kind of like what, uh, like Garrett was talking about in the last podcast. Um, you know, for some people it could be more like, I just want to get licensed just to, or do my master's just to get licensed as soon as possible and efficient, like, and be kind of like ahead of curve in certain ways. And for other people it could be something about like, Oh, I want to kind of refresh that creative mindset or I want to explore a new city. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's, it comes down to like that person, which is cool. Um, so what, what's your opinion? Obviously you sh- I'm assuming you have a high opinion of going back and getting your master's to get licensed, mm-hmm. but because you have the experience, what is your what is your opinion on doing a master's? Besides doing a master's, so you can take the test and get licensed. Mm-hmm. Are you saying like it's worth it? Well, like you're doing your work mm-hmm. and you don't have a master's, mm-hmm. so I would assume getting a master's is not necessary. Because we're all right. working. So what yeah. you, but I want to know what is he doing? You know, what are you doing? That's true. That's true. Right. So architectural practitioner. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what's your title again? Oh, uh, ARC 2. So it's like a, des- ar- um, what they say, architectural designer 2. two? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so is the 2 like second year? Like yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's like, well, that you have like, um, there's like three, there's your... There's not necessarily like for years. It's just kind of like different levels. levels. Gotcha. You have one, two, three. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they have one, two, three, and then you go to either project designer or project architect or project manager. Mm-hmm. Um, but all, all of them vary in the amount of time they could take. So it might gotcha. be quicker to be two, but then take longer to be three or, you Makes know. Sense. Makes sense. So it just depends on kind of like your process, how you're doing and everything okay. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, as an architecture designer, one, and as an architecture designer too, in the office you work in, mm-hmm. uh, what's the work like? The what's the no, not, not the difference. Is what type of work are you doing? Mm. I think it's from one to two. Is what you're asking? In both. Oh, in both. Yeah. In general. In general. So I think you you're just depends on what studio you are. Uh, that's something that I should probably mention. Like okay. this this firm has uh, like the education and healthcare and everything, um, uh, commercial, right, civic. Right. And I'm in the design studio, so the design studio focuses a lot of uh, like the start off of the project, and then maybe jumping back in and helping out with if they're looking at options for a certain part of the um, facade or building or whatever, or a lot of like um, general site planning s- strategies. Um, for for which um, type do, of project? But you do all of them. Yeah. Like you started in education, and then right. you jump into healthcare. Uh huh. Yes. 
yeah, so we don't go too much into depth of like detail, but mostly each each typology doesn't have their own design team. Yeah, they don't. They have yeah, they have the big one, which is uh, strange because other offices of of this firm have they don't have this. They like all their studios are their own designers, pretty much. But for some reason, the the Dallas office has the studio. That's cool. Um, so it's it's interesting because you get to work on various different types of projects. Yeah. Right, right. So you get a, lot a little of, bit of yeah. everything. Nice. Yeah, which is good. I definitely I found interesting. I found, um, I found that uh, sorry, doing the like working in the different typologies is lightning in some ways. Um, I definitely want to be in a project like from start to finish. It's always been like kind of like stop and go stop and go and like early or like late or stuff like that and we all want that like <laughs> yeah. just, just one time <laughs> just... to really understand like all the steps and yeah. phases because we don't really understand that coming out of school exactly i have on um, mine from yeah beginning to you know to when it's already getting right. yeah <laughs> i remember yeah you're you're talking about uh you're talking about like you're doing the detail but then you're going to the to the to the side and looking at it physically like that's that's cool Yo, yeah. when she first told me that i was like yeah that, that must make so much yeah my yeah that must make so much sense like drawing it and actually going to see it and like them pointing it out and yeah like, yeah it, it makes so much sense yeah I it's enriching it was really cool because i went with the architect Right, there's four, um, what is it, um, I just said it earlier, um, four partners, mm-hmm. and I'm with one of them, right? right? One of them has, like, three teams, whatever, and we went to the side visit, and it was already this lab with the structure, mm-hmm. and he goes, it was other people that's, like, high above, you know, and he was like, what is this? Why do we have this one? And I'm just like, why? <laughs> Say why? You know? oh, and then he was like, what is this? And then it's like, you can see the the uh, anchor bolt, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Connected to the to the slab, and then you know the the wood. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so that's the anchor bolt. That's, <laughs> the that's what it looks exactly. like. <laughs> That is that is really enriching. It was so badass. I, I, yeah. I was like, dang. And he's like, yeah, because I, I want you to come and, and see what you're drawing because we're visual learners. And mm-hmm. that kept into my mind because it's, it's true. You know, you got to see it mm-hmm. and you understand it more. Definitely. What, what phases? Are you doing your hours? Uh, I have it set up, but I haven't been logging too much. Okay. Do yeah. you know anything about it? Well, like, uh, I know it's kind of, not too not too well. So there, there there's... So I'm, I'm doing my hours, right? Yeah. AXP. AXP. Uh, you need a certain amount of hours uh, so you can take the test, right? Right. So you need your master's, certain amount of hours, and yeah. Um, so there's like a schematic design. There's a, Yeah, there's schematic design, a design development, construction management, site, visit, and Interesting. whatever, whatever mm-hmm. entails in that. And then there's like a, like a project management and, and other stuff that, you know, as an intern, you're not really doing that much. Yeah. But I was going to ask you how how many of those phases do you get to touch on mm-hmm. because you're so, solely team, right? yeah because you're solely on the design team right do you do the site visits do you do uh, details or like construction mm-hmm. documents uh, renderings model, yeah you know stuff like that so I think um, definitely a lot of uh, uh, schematic design early concept phase um, not as much construction documentation. 
um, or administration uh, site visits, but more in in the in the lines of checking out the site as we start doing like e research and yeah. and site studies, just like generally speaking. Go, yeah, okay. oh, they're they're close by. Okay. Um, but it's like before it's not even. Yeah, built, exactly, right? it's, exactly. Oh, okay. So you don't really get those to hours see it. Still oh. count. That's really good. Yeah, towards yeah. towards hours. So Which is good. Say, can, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yo, you want to go spend some hours at this site really quick? <laughs> no. That's that's good. So are you um so mainly on the schematic design? Yes. And that makes sense because you're on the you're on the design team. And what are you what are you doing? What are you using type of drawings? For sure. Like so I don't spend too much time in Revit. Okay. Uh, um Spent a lot of the time in Rhino, oh, okay. um, a lot of time in Rhino, a lot of time Lumion, and a lot of time some some SketchUp. Depending on like if someone is uh, prefers working in SketchUp, and I just don't want to convert it and do mm -hmm. this, that just like someone as in uh, in the office. Yeah, okay. like some like if someone already modeled something and they're asking for something some mm -hmm. help, or right. just, if it's already in SketchUp, do that. But right. they're actually trying to um, just stick with Rhino now. And and because uh, yeah, so um, is for so design. Your, your office is pretty. Your firm is pretty big, and um, I would assume the clients come to that firm because they like what they do. Mm -hmm. So I, I want to ask: um, Are you using Rhino because that's like the firm's preference, or the client prefers Rhino? I think uh, the no. I wouldn't say the client. I would say I don't think the uh, client yeah. Cares. Yeah, I think I'd say the. Yes. the yeah, I've, I've had. The oh, really? Yeah, I've had the experience where um, so the, the client likes Enscape. Oh wow! And, uh, so we we model. I modeled SketchUp and then we render Enscape. Yeah. So yeah. the client likes that. Okay. So that's why we don't use Lumion mm -hmm. um, specifically for what I do. We do use Lumion, but you know, for the for my projects, we're, we're sticking with that because that's what they like. Okay. So okay. I mean, and we know how to do it, so it's you know that's fine. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, man, everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, YouTube. Thank God for YouTube. Seriously, seriously. It's, it's, it's insane. Like you, I mean, school, I think mostly prepared you in like a more like time management slash kind of like work ethic way. Everything else is just like, you graduated, figured out. <laughs> so, yes, like school pretty much taught me the time management work ethic mm -hmm. and how to teach myself how to do things like, yeah. yeah and like if you learn one program you can learn the rest yep, yeah. yep. so you know it makes it versatile and i like that for sure for sure so so going yeah. back to your job right? mm -hmm. um so now that you're in the design mm -hmm. do you want to change to the construction part at one point i think at, at a certain point i would i would probably ask to uh, if I could stay in a project, the whole, the mm -hmm. whole, uh, like the whole thing, so I can see the do, uh, documentation and visit, and do, do, yeah. Um, I'm not necessarily rushing it right now, mm -hmm. mostly because I'm kind of focused on um, still learning everything about this stage of design development and and trying to get all that experience as I'm in it right now, right. and then also focus on grad school and then mm -hmm. eventually well, so do that. Like, what's your preference? Like. Like ten years, you own your own company or whatever. You know, like, um, what would you prefer to be be doing? I think. Like, uh, what do you see yourself doing in the future? Like, right. I, I think like definitely started my own firm for practice. Mm -hmm. um, Staying like the 
design aspect or I or like I think so. I think design design, but also be licensed to be able to know the ins and outs gotcha. as best as possible. Right, of course. But um, I'm not necessarily holding that like you know like and and what what is it saying and ball and all be all or something. <laughs> but okay. um, yeah, I definitely want to start something. And it's interesting. You think that like oh for the first like week or not the first month at your job you're going to figure out like exactly what it is you like 100% and then like your full path and everything and you, it's still kind of like still all in the process so yeah because I mean it's it's definitely important like to, to touch on all these different phases to learn it but of course we all have a preference and there's one aspect of the project that you just want because some people like just love doing the details yeah and some right. people just love doing the renders mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's 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 nice yeah to, to get a little bit of each phase and category mm-hmm. but then choosing because I, I like the design aspect mm-hmm. i'm looking i'm looking forward to the transition from schematic design to ddcd like bringing in that schematic design into mm-hmm. revit and modeling it and setting up everything yep yep um i, I want to learn the actual details mm-hmm but I, I mean, I don't want to do that like day in and day out because mm-hmm. that's that's complicated and it's it's a it's a very vigorous process and it's safe. right. Yep. Yep. So and in in your office, the construction part, what program did they use? The uh, Revit. Revit. Yep. Oh, okay. okay. So the yeah. office does does use it for the construction doctor. Yeah. yeah. You're too big not to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. I don't like mine. <laughs> what's, what's the... Yeah, I don't even know what you guys use. <laughs> Datacad. Datacad. Oh, I've heard of I've heard of it. I've heard of Datacad and Archicad. Archicad. Yeah. That's or like something. a European yeah. rival or Reddit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really, know. I've never used that one, but Datacad. There's, there's vector works. Oh, I've heard oh, about that. Yeah. Maya and, and 3DS Mac. I mean, there's, yeah. there's, there's a ton. Right. Do, do you know the, the transition or the process from, like, Rhino to Reddit? Uh... A little bit. Like, do you do you hand off Revit? I mean, do you like hand a, off Rhino stuff to the Revit team? Yes. And and yeah, and digitology. Uh, probably like like plans or like if they want the model, they could uh, import just the general massing. Um, the, that's what you're doing, right? Yeah. And Rhino just massing and yeah. not really detailed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So are, are the plans you would hand off like the plans we would do in school? Uh, ye- well, not like necessarily post-produced. I would say just like like DWG from Rhino. Like if you well, you have the massing. Like, yeah, to a certain extent. So sometimes it, they they're like, don't worry about it. Rhino will just pick up on the lines and we'll do that. Or if they want to like something more specific, then they'll, they'll they'll ask for that. Like, oh, could you make sure that the, you have this thickness so when we put it in, we can reference it. Like, right. it just depends on the team and like how yeah. their workflow is because I think workflow is a huge part of um, work. And I think that's something that, like, in school, at least at Texas Tech, I think they could have hit up a little bit more was uh, collaboration within the studio of, like, maybe, like, trying to figure out the different workflows of different people. So I feel like people at Tech did, like, so many different things in the sa- for the same project. And I could have learned more about, like, when people were using, like, Lumion before. And I was like, man, that's really cool. I wish I would have learned that before uh-huh. or um, just uh, different workflows. I actually spoke to Steven about the cool. competitiveness at the university. Yeah. And you were saying, like, like no one would want to, like, share that. Mm-hmm. Like, when other people were speaking about their project in your same studio, how many times were you actually listening to, like, 
to like grab, like learn something from what they're doing. I mean, yeah. like very, very little. Yeah. Unless yeah. I like really respected the person in their design, or like I knew them personally. Yeah, I yep. think it depends on the person too. You, yeah. You know how much that person brings or their yeah. ideas. Yeah. You're like, oh, I want to know. You know. Yeah. So a lot yeah. of the times, like I wasn't like soaking up. Yeah, it's pretty weak. What? Yeah. Yeah. No, but but I hear so so you're able to do that a lot in the office. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So that's what they're there for. <laughs> but yeah, and um, um, I was gonna ask something. Yeah. No, I, I forgot. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> before before I forget. Okay. Um, okay, so kind of kind of going off the same conversation, uh-huh. uh, I like to ask this for people who are working. Yep. And we went to the same school. So how much of how much of what you learned in, in school, undergrad architecture, relates with what you're doing now? Like, do you feel like you're like prepared? Uh, yes, I would say yes. And and no. <laughs> Sorry, but um. Why? Why? why so. Yeah, so I think yes in the sense of um, kind of the tools, like learning Rhino, learning how to, you know, cut a building and, like, do, like, section and general plans, but, and representation, Mm -hmm. and just kind of like, we're talking about the diagrams, like, kind of like getting out of your own way and out of your head and just be a little bit rougher with with the design just to get your ideas out, so, Mm -hmm. and um, instead of overthinking too much, um, but the whole aspect of like you know like when I got to when I got to this to this firm, I really didn't know the specific like oh uh, conceptual phase schematic design design development yeah, yeah like I knew some terms in general but I didn't know that sequence was like kind existed, of the rule but didn't yeah. know the process of it yeah or what was in schematic like what classifies mm-hmm. right yeah yeah and I think a class that it was funny because I was not like necessarily like that drawn into but it was actually really beneficial i think it was like the bim with Derek wade mm-hmm. and yeah he's, he's like a, a known name on this podcast now yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah he's yeah he's awesome he's awesome, awesome professor um but that was one of the classes that not necessarily because of the revit aspect mm-hmm. but more about like just general very technical perspectives that we need even if you're not like a uh, more technical person. You just have to understand that they right. exist. Um, and how technical do you get? Uh, or not? Not, not too, not too technical right now. I think. I mean, depending on the scale and mm-hmm. like what they're what they're looking for. Um, if it's like, for example, like a like a canopy that that you have to get pretty specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily too much detail, but you know, you have to really regard the dimensions like very. Precisely. Yeah. Versus, like, I also do um, a lot of like master plan feasibility uh, oh, studies. Nice. So, where it's like, if it's like, I don't know, a million square feet, like, you, you know, like you, you you just move around the blocks, but you don't. You, there's a c- certain room for error in the sense of of just because it's so much area, and you're doing quick math and quick studies. Like, okay. So you do urban as well. A uh, little bit of urban, yes. That's but cool. feasibility. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's, yeah. No, that's cool. So, because that's the type of projects, I guess I could just say the size mm-hmm. is, there's no correlation between school and, and office. 
well, for, for me at least and for people that I know like our projects at school were oh, yeah. relatively on the smaller side in comparison yeah. to what we're doing at the office that's, that's a very good point that's yeah, a very good point is there though because I do multifamily mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I did several um, projects of housing and your office one's got to be bigger though Hmm? Your office projects got to be way bigger than the multifamily. Yeah, but we also have small ones. Oh, that's true. Yeah, like we have huge ones and we have small ones that they kind of compare the same size as the ones I did in Atec. What are okay. the scales of your projects? Uh, I would say Large. either. Yeah, I would say either like <laughs> I would say either like either huge and it's like a full you know like master plan. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It could, I mean, just, it could be, like, for some of these feasibility studies, like, it might be, like, a couple. Three blocks. Yeah, three blocks. Nice. Uh, I don't know how many office buildings, maybe residential and, like, retail combined. Mm-hmm. Um, did, did the mapping we did at Tech help in any way with, with, with that aspect? I think understanding the site forces the definitely site, helped. The yeah, analysis. the site analysis. Um, I think that was that's something that really it's helped. It's I key. Done one yeah. Since the school. Yeah. So, not necessarily like too much representation, but just being aware mm-hmm. and just being more uh, contextual with those uh, how you how you resolve those those situations. Um, Do you present your your designs to the, the team? Uh, like not not you specifically, but like the the design. Oh yeah, yes, they do. Unless it's something like small or like something like a, a task that you know they just ask for and you give it to them and then they use it. Um, yeah, we usually like present to them or um, yeah, you, to you the, present the proposal to your team within the office. Yeah, yeah. How, how does that go? How does like uh, presentation wise? Yeah, it's it's not uh, great. It's I mean it's formal, but it's not crazy formal. Like if it was like for a client, but it's mm-hmm. definitely it's more, it's more yeah, it's more. Uh, more chill, more collaborative, okay. more like, you know, like if something comes up, they can point it out and it can turn into a charrette. Uh, um, not a presentation like from school. It's, yeah, exactly. Okay, exactly. Can turn more charrette-like. Exactly. Like nice. So, and it's definitely helpful because there are things that you can uh, oversee because you're not in that specific, you know, education and they right. like mention something, I don't know, like whether it's like how, how the service and that cafeteria has to be close to each other and you're like, oh, that's right. Well, you know, things like that mm-hmm. that come up. So it's it's good to have that collaborative aspect to those presentations. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's the graphics like? The graphics? Or like, do you pin it up like? Uh, <laughs> we used to. Uh, right now, we're still. Well, I'm still working from home okay, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's since like March of last year. Wow. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> you guys too? Oh, okay, okay. She yeah. never left. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, they left in March and then they reopened it in May, which that's when I started. So okay. Since but you've always been in the office. Yes. Nice. Since then they opened it. You, what do you prefer? Because uh, you did a year in the office. Yeah, a year in the office. Now, yeah, that's I didn't even think about that. Wow. It goes, dude, my first year, I, I just did a year in, in January. Oh, nice. It it, yeah, it was quick. Mine is about to get here in May. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Uh, remind me to ask if oh, I'll just ask now. Did you do a one year review? What well, uh, like a one year internal like, review? Like this is how you're doing. This oh is, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, hers is soon, so we'll talk about that later. For sure. But, for sure. Um, the oh, man, what were we saying? The 
the presentation for, for like do you like it better now or like in person oh yeah, yeah oh, no, like, oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah working yeah. from home working in the office what do you prefer I, I the ideal now that I've got the we, we have the perspectives in my opinion I like the I like a combination I think a combination would be Perfect. cool because there are times where you can zone in better and have that privacy when you're at, mm-hmm. at, at um, at your house mm-hmm. um, instead of like feeling a lot of pressure when you're at the office mm-hmm. but there's certain aspects of like uh, you know collaborativeness right. and mm-hmm. and uh, tactility to either model or pinning up or anything like that that's so important I would like to go I would like to go 50-50 I think that, that'd be good yeah. and depending on like the project too I right. think you know and what what you're doing that's so. something I've, I've brought to some people like depending on like if it's really early in the project or if it's like later on you're just Redlines, like there's no need to be in the office. Mm-hmm. I think like two, three days in the office would be really nice, mm-hmm. um, especially if like you're new to the project. You're new to the project and you don't really know what's going on. You're gonna need to to collaborate and ask a lot of questions. For sure, it's just easier to be in, be in the office. Yeah. It's weird, like this whole um, working from home. Like you see, people are available, right? With the little green. I don't. Do y'all use Microsoft Teams or Skype uh, or anything? Yeah. We do Skype. Or oh, okay. Into Zoom. Oh, okay. Nice, nice. Zoom's like Teams. <laughs> yeah, well, we have Teams, but I don't really use it. But, gotcha. gotcha. Uh, Skype, it's the same concept. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They're, they're available. Yeah, they're available, but sometimes you'll message them and they'll be like, sorry, I was like doing like this and this. And it's like when you're there physically, you can you can understand someone has their headphones in, they seem concentrated. Yeah. Okay. But um, when – and then now people start putting themselves as busy or to not disturb, but right. it's not as it's not as uh, as much – yeah. My, my, my Skype thing puts me in meetings at like random times <laughs> and I think it's correlated with my, with my, uh, my schedule on Outlook oh, because shoot. I have something, but I'm not, it's not a meeting, it's just like a reminder or a deadline or something. And my thing is randomly going to like red and I'm like, dude, what is, no. like, it's so annoying. Yeah, that's annoying. That's annoying. You have to like put yourself available okay, when that happens. Yeah, yeah. I don't want them to think like, yeah. like they can't oh, reach out why, to you. Well, why, or like, why is he in a meeting? He doesn't have a meeting. Right. Because my project manager and, and, and you know, lead designer and who else, like they're going to know what I'm working on. Mm-hmm. And I don't want them to think the wrong thing. So my thing is like constantly switching it for me. <laughs> and I got to go back and manually switch yeah. it back. <laughs> Man, that's annoying. Yeah. It is annoying. But. but um, so your two two years, it's, it sounds like it's gone well. Yeah. How, yeah. Did, how did your, your review go? My review? That, that one year. It went well. Yeah. It, what did they ask? Yeah. They spill the details. This one was pretty quick. Okay. It was like maybe 20 minutes, oh, wow. 30 That's... maybe max. Mm-hmm. But it was very like, you know, doing well. Like yeah. Or... Do you like it? Like they were asking me like, are you been, yeah, like what? Is there anything that you have questions about? Um, and then I asked like, well, how do you guys think I'm doing? And this and that. And so it was they, quick. They didn't tell you how you were doing or like where you were excelling or where you need to work on, you had to ask them. I, I asked them, but to be like, to have more uh, specificity on, 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 on that, on that. Cause they could, they could be like, Oh, doing well. But it's like, you know, okay. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> so I had to like, I had to ask a little bit, <laughs> ask a little bit, but um, yeah, it wasn't uh, that big of uh, an event. Really. They were kind of quick with that. So I don't know. Uh, I'm sure it was going to go well. But, <laughs> yeah. I just not, uh, stress out too much stay positive uh twice oh wow any difference between the second and first yeah. and second? Mm-hmm. no <laughs> no no really it was it was pretty much the same anything you learned from the first one like okay this time around i'm gonna mention this or i'm gonna ask this or i'm gonna 
I think um, like having a little bit what, what I learned from the last one is like I, I can be more confident in certain areas and not be overthinking too much and not Cause and like, telling you your weak, weaknesses yeah basically. so you're saying like as you're working not yeah. to feel like like not not have like negative stress or overthinking oh, okay. you know because there's there's positive stress that keeps you going keeps you on your toes but negative stress is when you allow like I, in, in my opinion, when you allow, like, the overthinking begin to be not uh, progressive. Yeah, pr- productive. Exactly. I, I definitely have that sometimes. <laughs> man, it sucks when, yeah, when you feel like that. It's like, Because uh. <laughs> it's like, dang, like, I'm going to send this and I got to make sure it's right because it is not, like, I send it and then they send it back and then I send it and I send it back. I keep missing things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, like just, be confident, just be confident and do it and yeah. just send it. Right. Because I think I miss things. When I'm like, man, this is a lot, and like, what if I miss something? Right. And then I end up missing something. Yeah, that's me. That's me all the time. They're like, I'm like ready, and then clean all, you know, the red lines, and then I turn out. I'm like, I think I'm this time they're not gonna give it to me back. Watch. And then <laughs> you miss this little thing. I was like, damn it! But it's like you're seeing too many. Yeah. Over and over that you don't see those things anymore. Like you need somebody else's. Oh, for sure. Like some other eyes to look at it. So, someone asked me about a project, and I was like. Remember doing it, but I don't know which project because I did that for like five different oh, projects. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, like, you're like, what? I'm all confused. Uh, yeah, that's 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 a good point too. Like taking back uh, to the aspect of um, like like sending it and then back and stuff. I think that for any students listening right now, um, mm-hmm. that just be aware of like the like time like time management a little bit in the sense of because when you're at school you don't mind doing like the all-nighter right you're like oh you know what yeah. i got this but when it's work it's like man if you do an all-nighter then the next day you're gonna be super tired you won't be productive mm-hmm. and also with the whole aspect of like it's weird like you're like i should send this out i gotta be as quick as possible but then it's like they might want you to be a little bit more careful and take more time so to make sure it's good right. and other times they're like we just need this as fast as possible right. so they don't really care too much about the details so it's like knowing that balance and like trying to practice that balance in school would be i think beneficial you have to discern like what's the priority but also like like if, if, it, if it's a rush order mm-hmm. or if it's not like even though it's due exactly. friday like like yeah. so if i have something due friday i try to give them it like wednesday or thursday because they could what, like look it over real quick and send it back i can do any changes mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. I mean, that's because, like, I, I know it's not, like, a, a rush. Like, I got to get it out. Like, right. So, like, I can take my time but still give enough time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's why my project manager was just, like, I'd rather you take an extra day, do it correct, than do it rush bad, mm-hmm. and then that we have a bunch of questions later or, you know, yeah. bad stuff yeah. later. Like, I'd rather you have, like, mm, let's say the deadline is Friday and... We don't send it Friday. We'll send it on to Monday or Tuesday because I want it, you know, correct instead of rushing. Uh, yeah, I agree. That's that. That's yeah. better. Do you guys do like internal deadlines versus external deadlines, like for the client? Yes. Yeah. So we we do like like catch ups or things like that. We're like, okay, let's see how the progress is going to make sure that we're on track mm-hmm. and um, things are looking well. And then for like client presentations, might be like a week later or mm-hmm. half a week later. Um, Would you meet with a lot of clients? Uh, oh, I sometimes, but most of the times lately have been um, over Zoom or oh, Teams. Yeah. So yeah, I I meet them virtually. Oh, I see. <laughs> uh, That's uh, cool. 
if you would meet them, if you would <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there any... Is, is there any plan on going back? Like, do you see in the, in the near future? They've been very, like, wishy-washy and, like, yeah. hazy, they but... Really <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously, no, I bet, I bet. They're just like, oh, summer. Okay, summer of 2023. <laughs> Dude, it was like, okay, three months, okay, the summer. Okay, right. Two years, okay, the next summer. Yep. And it makes sense because... We have offices in different states, so like, oh, okay. let's all just go back at the same time. So we're probably just all waiting. And I mean, I trust the firm is doing the best for us. So I yeah, think whatever. I'm for cool sure. with either. Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, they say like summer, mm-hmm. and I'm I, this That's time I actually feel a little bit more confident mm-hmm. because of all the vaccinations mm-hmm. and numbers and everything like that. Um, but who knows? You know, I I don't know. Yeah. yeah. How many people are in, like, is the firm you work at? Mine is, I think it's like around 40. Oh, wow. It's the only firm. Okay, okay, okay. Only office, office, yeah. Makes sense. (laughs) Imagine being the only firm in the world. I know, I know, I know. You get it. Yeah. There's a movie, um, there's a really good movie, like, I don't know the name, but like, basically, it's like a, it's a, you're in a psychology class. Uh-huh. And he gives a scenario where it's basically like end of the world, and you can only ch- like choose X amount of people in the class to restart civilization, oh, and wow. everyone has a profession. So everyone, there's 50 people, but you, only 25 can go into the bunker and survive and restart life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who do you choose? Yeah. And people choose. They do this a couple times, but they choose off of the, the profession. Okay. So, like, obviously, the sense. architect would be saved. Mm. Like, imagine you're the only architect. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> no, that would be crazy. That, this is a movie? For real. Is it, so, was this a movie on Netflix or something? Or? I know. Like, you have, send it to us. Send it to it's, us. It's it's so like you just like yeah. uh, philosophy or uh, psychology class, mm-hmm. like movie about psychology class. Right. End of the world. People surviving. It's, it's interesting. Like, you pick out of a hat or like a box, and of course, like in one of the scenarios, like he cheats and whatnot. But, like, you, <laughs> yeah, you, of course. So you, you, like, you randomly <laughs> pick. You, ran, you randomly pick your profession. So you don't even know. Oh. But he kind of, he made someone get a certain profession. Yeah. Right, for the movie. But yeah, it's super interesting. And it's like, wow. I don't want to spoil it, but the the correct answer is like not what you would expect. Okay. It kind of spoils it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's, it's just interesting. I mean, yeah. know the name of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to watch it. <laughs> the whole time it was a dream. <laughs> I watched it like two or three times and it's just like, like man, it's just, it's just so interesting. I don't know, it's because it's all a mind game. Mm-hmm. Like, the movie isn't really happening, like because then it cuts in like during class sitting. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's just I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll get you the movie. Is this from like a book or no? No, it could be. Okay. It could be, but like it's basically like nu- nukes go off, okay. and you, oh. you go into a, a bunker and use. Then there's issues within the bunker of you know. You have to be there for like three years, but there's only food for for two, two years. So you gotta 
get some people out of there. So, yeah. So you know, so there's enough air and food for. Oh wow. It, it's, it's super. It's super interesting, and it, it goes off of like you know morality and the right, right and wrongs. Like you can't for sure. kill someone. Yeah, yeah. But in that type of situation, yeah. you, have mm-hmm. to, you have to make a decision. Wow, yeah. Thank God it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here getting nervous. <laughs> Just explaining it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and my office, there's the architecture team, interior design team, okay. architecture team, engineering team, interior design team. Yes. And I think there's like 30-ish all together. Okay. Okay. And I want to say there's one principal. Mm-hmm. And, and a, no, I'm sorry. There's two principals and I believe an associate principal now. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't really know the titles that well. And then there's, I don't know much about the engineering, but then there's uh, one project manager for the architects. Okay. There's like leaders of this retail project, that retail project, okay. and stuff like that. So it's a good nice. size. And they're all yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, I, we were saying there's like a nice progression of ages. So okay. Like 25 and oh, the yeah, next is maybe like 30 around there. Okay. Uh, okay. They have their masters. And then um, I, don't, I don't know the ages, but it's not like a big jump to like 70. Okay. Know, okay. So there's. Younger than 70. For sure. Yeah. 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 So yours are. are I'd say like the same, yeah, yeah, like kind of like the same aspect of you know. I think I'm one of the youngest, yeah. or youngest, younger of at least. I mean, it's pretty big office. I can't say like 100, percent but yeah. I'd say like around 25, 26 is young, and then slowly also going up. There's not like a big gap. No, yeah, no, not big gap. I mean, to be a huge firm, I think there should not be gap. There, yeah, there's there. a lot of people there. That's there, cool. there won't be. How much um, modeling are you? Because right. when I visited, right, uh, you remember? Yeah, I remember you doing a tour. Yeah, for sure. I, did, I did a tour um, of, of your office a while ago, and you were in, like, the modeling work. Uh, the uh, model shop? Yeah, the model shop. And, yeah. Know, you were uh, laser cutting or something. Yeah. Modeling something. So you're right. actual, does the... Physical models. Physical models. Yes. Uh, not uh, not professional. Like they definitely. Uh, finished, uh, yeah, like like yeah. not a like maquette kind of like yeah. gift for the client. Like that's outsourced. Oh, okay. Or like you know like the really fancy ones. Right, right. Uh, the model shop. We still do some that we definitely present to clients, but um, there it's more. Usually we use it more for like progress modeling and. Mm-hmm. Not like so a end all. Sure, that's parties. Exactly. Concept yeah, so foam. doesn't do, you know, yeah. models, but how do you transfer into the modeling part? When mm. are you, when do you have oh, like when a schedule like oh. today you're going to do models? It just, I think it uh, depends on the project. Mm. So if you're on a certain project that's really in the early, but it might be more like site plan, right? Mm. Like feasibility, like big. So you, you go and say, yeah, let's, let's see how we can begin to orient these based on the based on the site and then you might lay some paper and then you know the one of the design uh, leaders will go in and like discuss and then you go you go back and then have a few options depending on what he did and then or it, like um there's a project uh an apartment uh residency for uh, a school in mexico that they that i was doing a model for so i was cutting but that one was a little bit more not like early that one was more like a little bit more Develop. finished and developed and like they were looking at like what is this king going to look like mm-hmm. um and things like that so it just it depends so, it's not like like a certain so which, yeah. well, well, 
would you say like you're so first you're doing like all the site analysis and site drawings and conditions and whatnot mm-hmm. and then when you're trying like when your team is trying to decide like design and form and whatnot you go straight into modeling or, yeah or the diagrams kind of the diagrams sketching modeling i think it all it's yeah, all yeah, one, it's all one. Okay. yeah yeah and that reminds me a lot of studio mm-hmm. yep yeah because yeah. yeah. like first you kind of diagram a little and then it's like okay let me just and then you see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then model makes something and, and manipulate it to the site conditions, like yeah. physically. Like, exactly. That reminds me a lot of that. That's it, nice. It's just quick, quick and uh, quick and easy for that kind of stuff, you know? What materials do you use? Uh, and machines. Yeah, we, we have a 3D printer. We, we got a new one right before COVID that's really nice. Because nice. it, it has, like, the the bath that you put. Like, so when you print, like, a cantilever or something like that, uh-huh. it has a support material. So, I don't know, you, you guys might have heard of this, but I didn't know before. And it, it, yeah, the support material holds an aspect of it, so it could be some crazy shape. Mm-hmm. And then you put it into this uh, bath, like, lye or something, mm-hmm. and the, the, that support material dissolves. Oh, so, you're kept with the, gosh. you're kept with the... Uh, what? I didn't know that. That's genius. Yeah. <laughs> because because the, the 3D printer will um, print its own structure mm-hmm. because your, your thing is, is, is going to fail. Like, the program says it's going to fail, so it creates yes. its own structure. The bath thing is new to me, that mm-hmm. it dissolves yeah. the structure. It dissolves yeah, so the structure. Does your thing still stay, does, does the cantilever still? Yeah, pictures? Yeah, I have a picture of one. I was messing around with the uh, grass. So why, why did it need the support? If, well, if it, it so you can keep it so, its form, right? Yeah, so like, if like the cantilever's like this way, then the support's like here to kind of hold it while it's modeling it. And then oh, the support's then attached, after and after it. after it doesn't need it, so then you just dissolve it, so then that goes away, and you, cool. it's like wow, that's like yeah. yeah. Let me see. Did we uh, posted this one on my Instagram. So three D printing. Yeah, like this one was nice. one that we yeah, that I was testing. We got the new the new um, printer, and I was just like, let me do some crazy thing and just like grasshopper and just like why, print it. Why did that need support though? It looks. It, it, is it because it's. Well, if you think like those like disc plates or like that cantilever, like mm-hmm. it's still drying as it's going, and it, when it's going up, like it would be begin to like gotcha. lob over. So it gotcha. needs some sort of like stability as you go up. Got it, got it. That's nice. nice. What's your project with it? Can you think? It it was just like I was trying to do something. <laughs> like, it was, I was just like I was actually testing out like how thin could you get, right? And how how much uh, like if there we were doing purpose to it, but there was a purpose. Wasn't... Related to a project. Yeah, Got exactly. It. Super cool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. How much, how much downtime or, or opportunities can you do stuff like that, where it's more it's not related to a project, mm-hmm. but it's more experimenting or testing so that it can be used for a project later. There is there's definitely time um, to do that. I think in in our studio it's very like it can, it can get really heavy work and then a little bit slower it's not as constant as some of the other studios which is nice in some ways and it's kind of hard in other ways because sometimes you have a lot to do and it's putting in a lot of work mm-hmm. and then um when it's a little bit slower that's when you can would you say that's like professional development yeah that's, like that's what you would log it as yeah yeah professional development um or like research um because i mean you have to yeah you log you yeah. have to log your hours towards a project but right if it's not Yep. Mm-hmm. That's nice. a good yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So 
Yeah. Um, is, there anything that, is there anything specific that you wanted to, to get into? Uh, we have, we have well, I was – nice. Nice. I was actually curious about like uh, more – about your the podcast and what you what you two are like about um design and and what you want to cultivate with this with this kind of like brand architecture matters i think it's really cool um i've always been interested in podcasts and i think this is like a really a really well interesting topic for us but just kind of like how a little bit more backstory about like why and how and everything so the so the backstory pretty much is like <laughs> he made for, from for, from it's because of tech. Like honestly, it's because I transferred. I think it's because I came to Texas. Okay. Right, from New Jersey. But once I came to Texas, through architecture, mm-hmm. I, I I don't like to say we changed, but I, I grew into and like I became like who I'm supposed to be, and architecture really shaped that. Mm-hmm. But when it, this is gonna make sense, I hope, and later. But um, when I transferred to tech. That's when I was really challenged with my foundation of what I was taught. Mm. So it made me very transferring and having, you know, the school want me to do things that I didn't agree with. Mm-hmm. But I, it, it made me stubborn. It made me very opinionated. And it made me very vocal. Mm. And I think those those are like negative things. Mm-hmm. But it actually made me like the designer I am. Okay. Like, I, 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 it's really hard to to explain, but just like, like I don't have the best things to say about tech, but I still speak highly on it because mm-hmm. it's part of the process and it made me who I am. Right. So I do yes. appreciate it for that. Yeah. So because of the fact that I, I, I learned how to 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 not argue, but lack of better words, I learned how to argue and fight back with professor. Mm-hmm. I, I was mm-hmm. very vocal, very opinionated about my design, okay. what I wanted to do. So now also, like if I'm hanging out with friends, mm-hmm. it's, it's architecture people. It's like, I, I love talking about architecture. Like, <laughs> that's literally it. Because yeah. when you're immersed in the, in the program for so long, yeah. like, I, I probably took it overboard, but like that's literally all I did, and mm-hmm. I thought um, I didn't think highly of people who weren't giving a thousand percent to architecture. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's not bad to do this, but if someone uh, took the night off, and I, I've done it, right? But if, but if you go like to a restaurant, you go hang out, you go to a party, architecture me, and when I'm in the studio, mm-hmm. I would think I wouldn't think highly of that person. Mm-hmm. Oh, what are you doing? You, you should be in the studio this and that. Yep. And obviously, like, I, that, that's, I, I tell people, um, there's like two sides of me. There's like me in the studio and there's me outside of the studio. Okay. So like, if, if you're talking to like studio Nick, mm-hmm. like that's, that's me. It's like, what, like, why aren't you in the studio? Why mm-hmm. are you taking that three hour nap? Like, right. Like push through, suffer. But if obviously if you talk to me when I'm not in the studio, I'm not, I'm not really like that. Mm-hmm. But I think because of that, um, I just, I, I still want to like, I, I have so many opinions on the education aspect. Yeah. And like right. what we learn in the studio. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm trying to not lose that and I, and I need a, 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 a platform yeah, to sure. express like what I've learned and like how passionate I, I am, think I am about it because yeah. I'm very opinionated on like if someone has a millisecond thought of dropping, drop. 
Mm. Honestly, like, you don't deserve to be an architecture. You should just leave. Like, don't waste your time. Don't mm-hmm. waste my time. I've had that thought. So I'm, contra- I'm, I'm contra- contradicting myself because there was a time in Studio 6 where I, I was burnt out. I've been in school for too long. I mm. wanted to drop out. I didn't want to drop. I wasn't going to drop out. But, like, I, I just wanted Studio to end. I wanted to graduate. I was done. Yeah. yeah. So I'm a little, contra- con- you know, the, yeah. this contradiction with it. But, like, I don't know. That's just... When other people, I met someone who's in construction management, okay. and once I found that out, I was like asking so many questions, like, "Dude, let, let's do projects, let's let's design build because he does a design build. Oh, He's wow. in Oklahoma, and he, he like, she was like, "Man, I just love how excited you are about it." Yeah, and I was like, "Dude, this is like what I live for. I just love talking about it." Yep. So yep. that's how the podcast pretty much came about. It's just I I don't hang out with friends and like not talk about architecture. Yeah, because yeah. it's very tough for me. Like, if, if we hung out with your friends who aren't in architecture, I wouldn't talk as much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm very talkative. So, <laughs> yeah. like, that's like really hard to believe, right? Right. Yeah. But like, if it's not architecture, like I have a lot to say, but it is not yeah. architecture. Like, right. I, I care, but it's like that's not where my focus is. For sure. So, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Just I, I've I've had so many heated arguments with students uh, and professors yeah. in during school and it just it just built up a fire in me that's just like, like I don't want to lose it like yeah. I don't want to lose talking about architecture and design and I don't know everything mm-hmm. but so this is uh, something we want to I want to speak on yeah. where um, the mindset it's like in school I always my mindset was like I'm the best. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Um, my design's the best. Like you're, you're, um, whatever you want. Like I'm, I'm the best, and that's it. No one's better than me. But at the same time, I, I knew that, like, I'm not the best. Mm-hmm. And and the only way I can describe this is, um, you know, in architecture, as an architect, you you have to be confident. Yeah. Like almost cocky. Yeah. Because it's it's how are you not gonna believe what you're proposing? Uh, yeah, very right, good point. Just, very good point. But because I came from SAC where there were really good people, I knew I wasn't all that. I knew I wasn't good. Mm-hmm. So my mindset was like, I'm the best. Like, this is beautiful. This is the best thing ever. But at the same time, I'm the worst. Because mm-hmm. if you think you're the best, there's no room for improvement. Yeah. And there's always room for improvement. Yep, yep. But if you think you're the worst, your work isn't going to be good yeah all. not a, not a aspirational or ambitious exactly. you know. um do, do you follow basketball uh kind of a little bit so draymond draymond green mm-hmm. uh, he said he's the best defender ever and i'll show you the video later i'm like dude i'm so into this i'll show you the video <laughs> later but he literally speaks at the press conference that like like of course i'm going to think i'm the best like how else will i become the best mm-hmm. that's, that's mm-hmm. the only way i'm going to be the best defender ever to play basketball you don't become the best accidentally. Right, You right. become the best by thinking and believing you're the best. That's why in school, this is stuff I want to talk about. Yes, yes. But specifically this this part. In school, someone was like, and I'm not trying to be boastful or whatever, but someone was no. like, man, Nick, your, your work is so good. This, this looks great. I wish my work was as good as yours. And, bro, an arrow to the heart. Mm-hmm. How can you think like that about yourself? Yeah. Cool dude, love him, he's a, he's a friend, but like, why would you think like that about mm-hmm. yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, 
okay, they have good work, but like, what about good works? Like, I thought his work was nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't, you know, I, I think it was good. It looked yeah. good, and it was, it was cool, you know, and, and it worked. But like, how do you not think highly of your yeah. own work? Right. It's just... Well, yeah, I think it, it, it has to do like, kind of like the law of attraction and like how you, like, you're saying like that mindset, right? If mm. you, that Draymond Green video, or like, are you going to be like that or are you going to be always doubting yourself yeah. and always being uh, like subconsciously negative without even realizing mm-hmm. that you like you said you do, it doesn't show in the and it impacts, in the work it impacts the quality of your work yep yeah. and, and I just gave it a thousand percent yep every night and I talked about this with Diana where like I did that for so long in the semester and then I took my two weeks off didn't do anything but I'm in bed trying to sleep and like all I'm thinking about the studio. Yeah, like, but it's good because when I finally went back, I knew what to do. I already for did sure. the thinking process. Yeah. So I think it's important to give give yourself the, the time to, yeah. to to get away. Yeah. But for me, I used this expression earlier. Like, <laughs> ah, man, I'm just always trying to get in my bag. I'm just trying to always like that's all I want to do. Like yep. I don't I'll uh, Gary V says this, you work hard now in your twenties, in your thirties. And you're chilling in your 40s, 50s, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I want to work till I die, but like, I'm going to do all the hard work now. So yeah. later on, I don't have to do it then. Yeah, you can focus on more of like the things that really excite you even more, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, there, there, there's more to life than architecture. Yeah. But if you're going to do architecture, hey, that's going to be 90% only, of your life. <laughs> the only thing important is architecture. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. So. And I, like I said, I just love talking to people about architecture, about design. Um, yeah, no, it's great. I think it's very important to, for people who aren't working or for people who are in school or people that, that are thinking about doing it. They want, like, I think it's important for them to hear, like, our experiences mm-hmm. and, and the different routes and yeah. just to know what you're getting yourself yeah, for into. For sure. Because I didn't know. And Diana asked me this in a previous uh, episode where would you have liked someone to tell you about studio and design and architecture before you entered? And honestly, I told, I think I told her like, not, I'm not sure because it might've scared me and I would have never done it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's another contradiction. It's like, I want, I want people to be informed, but also this might scare them away because of the The, levels, like the realities that that you you mature to understand rather than, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people in school mm-hmm. where this is another episode, right? I'm gonna mention it now because now we're on it. Yeah, I'll do it. Um, what, what did I call it? 30 seconds. One, two, three. <laughs> 29. Okay, ready? Yeah. We'll, we'll do this episode soon. Grave versus pride. Mm, I like Grave that. Grave versus pride. That's the Dang. That's, that's good. Soon. That's coming soon. Dude, that's going to be a good one. So the main thing on this is, I'm not going to go into it, but I will say this. That's really, I, I, I hate, I truly hate when a student just follows what the professor says and, and does what they want. I, I truly hate it. I, I just don't understand like, I can't even begin to comprehend why someone would just fall in line. I've done it. Yep. Midterm, I totally switched. So I just don't understand why someone would, and, and like, I got to be careful where I say this to you, because, like, if you're someone <laughs> that's, like, said already. If you're, yeah, if you're someone that's done this, it's like, 
well, whatever. I don't even care. Like, I don't care what people think about me. But uh, how do you settle and just do whatever the professor said? Great yeah. first crack. Yeah. Do you do, do you fall in line and do whatever they want for an A? No. Or do you say prideful, which is me, mm-hmm. not listen to the professor, which is me, and get yeah. a C, but you do what you want? Yeah. I would much rather take the C. Yep. Easily. Yep. Uh, yeah. Easily. And at the end of the day, you're still going to get a job somewhere. Exactly. And, and, and that, I, that goes into that conversation. Do <laughs> yeah. even matter? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. And I, I actually think that there's, like, the good professors actually, Boom. they... Yep. Yeah, they they yep. actually want you to break those rules. Like they're they're literally like, okay, I'm setting up these rules to see if you break it. Not only can you break the rules, but can you justify them in a way Perfect. that makes more sense than the instructors I gave you. And and and, and to, to add to that, if that instructor um, um, tries to make it work, like okay, this is a great idea. It's not what I wanted, right? We're gonna do what you want. It's a great idea, but you're doing it wrong. The strategy's not there. Let's look at this strategy. Still doing your concepts, still mm-hmm. doing what the building, what you want the building to do, but let's look at it at, at, at you know this different perspective. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, they're the professional, right? Yep. Like they know what they're doing. But it's like, no, I don't like that concept. Do this. I don't like that. No, yeah. It's, no. I love what you're doing. I see what you're trying to do. This is the designer you want to be. Yeah. But doing a V-shape is not... Um, is, is not doing what you're saying. If you do a U-shape building, that is um, doing what you want it to do. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. okay, that makes sense. You changed my design to make it better, but it's still my concept. Yep, yeah. yep. Versus like a complete 180, I'm just doing whatever the professor says yep. because he's, uh, you know, a pain in the butt and blah, blah, blah. It's like... Right. That's why I, I also think like something that's uh, pretty important is like just intuition. And, like, not necessarily because of, like, any sort of, like, post-rationalizing or anything like that, but more of in, like, sometimes your gut feeling in your, in your hand when you're drawing or, you know, the first the first couple of massings that you did, there's a reason why you subconsciously already started with that. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to not uh, to not hold those instructions the professor's giving you, like, as the end-all be-all. But, yeah. you know, like, discover your process to then apply it to either break the rules or do the rules or whatever, mm-hmm. but... I agree. I agree with and, that. And there is, and yeah. last thing, and, and there is, there is a, a, there is a reason behind it. Like you mentioned it earlier, you didn't really say it, but I knew what you meant. It's like we don't just do something just to do it. Like, mm. um, you do something, you do a move, right? An architectural move for the design, and what? There's always a reason. So if if the professor wants to like completely change what you're doing like it doesn't make sense because like you have a reasoning for why you're doing what you're doing mm-hmm. and like it's there for a reason it's that intuition yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and, uh yeah and i i think that um like speaking to that like really quick yeah, no. just uh the the aspect the aspect of like the professor you know i feel like some of them just didn't want to see that cuz they've already seen it you know they they've dealt with that before and they're like oh let's, let's try something different you know right. Where, someone and, else is doing it. Yeah, someone else or some like not necessarily you're copying, but maybe they've seen that before, right, and they right. like, they want to like push you to do something else, but right. you don't know, right? right? Exactly. Yeah, I think that's the the breaking part because they don't tell you why, they don't tell you no yeah. why explanation. Exactly. That's why it throws it off all the time because teachers just don't tell you why. Yeah. If they would start with that part, then everything will be a totally different story. Teacher, yeah, teacher I agree. Better. <laughs> Please. Yeah.
Words of advice to someone that's that's gonna end up, you know, they're graduating soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're looking for a job. They're gonna start working. So I think people are graduating soon. Like, reach out to everyone and ask if they're if they're uh, if they're not hiring. If you could still tour their office, if they are hiring, you could like submit something. But that personal uh, network is very important. Um, and I think you know, like, have that confidence. Go, you know, whether it's like door to door, but like just. That conf- carry that confidence of school like that you were discussing of like 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 not necessarily not sleeping but just being you know being being the the, the most bad as you can be yeah. Yeah. but um but feel that way when you're looking for a job because they see that confidence you know they, they they want people that will push so just keep 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 it up and closing remarks like i'm also want to thank you guys for awesome. having me like this is really cool the first podcast and I'm, i love podcasts yeah, it's so cool yeah you'll be on again Heck yeah. We love doing this. We'll bring it back. We're, we're so enthusiastic about it, and it's just, it's a good platform to vent and, and get things off our mind. Right, yeah, right. And, and address issues mm-hmm. in, within the education, but also within the workplace yeah. that don't really get talked about. And it's like, you can't really talk about it with your professor yeah. or a, uh, a coworker or your boss because yeah. it's, it's such a subject, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a platform where it's like, let's, let's just let it yeah. out. Let's just... Man, it's so interesting to hear like what other people are doing too, and it's like it's enlightening to you guys and for the people that are like the yeah, students sure. or other, other people. So it's, yeah, I'm just I'm always trying to learn. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get my hands in, in everything as possible. So I awesome. really appreciate you coming on. Man. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Thank you. Thank you.